0: Show me the science with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, I'm Luke O'Neill and welcome to my Show Me the Science podcast where I pick something that just gets my interest. I am the uber nerd. I'm always looking for science things, and every day, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I'm checking, you know, Twitter and all kinds of things for new science stories. Now, some of them bore me, I must say and avoid them, Um, but some of them I find absolutely strange. Business, is what we find interesting, isn't it? But this one is a great one, if I say so myself, and I came across this a couple of days ago, and it's actually, in one way, The Science of Comets is what the title would be, maybe, but it's about a woman called Carolyn Shoemaker. Now, Carlin Shoemaker is a very, very famous astronomer. And sadly, she passed away uh, back in August. And then there's been lots of stuff written about her. And I literally came across a thing last week about her because of her massive discoveries. And an unsung hero in astronomy for all kinds of reasons, as I'll explain. Uh, and she was a specialist in comets and asteroids. That was her area. What makes her especially fascinating is when she became an astronomer at the age of 51, she had been a schoolteacher and then um, she became a stay-at-home mother to bring up her kids and so on and then when they grew up she said what am I going to do now and she became an astronomer and she held the record for discovering the greatest number of comets among any astronomer for a while now these astronomers like everybody they must have league tables of who discovers what we're so competitive as humans but anyway she she had discovered 32 separate comets at one point and 377 asteroids and that was a record for a while somebody has broken the record since but a fantastic example of someone who says look I love science and I love astronomy and she gets into it and she makes all these really important discoveries and she was seen as I guess one of the most important comet astronomers around and she still is in many ways now what is a comet let's begin with that to find that it's an icy, uh, small solar system body, is how it's defined. That is going around the sun, basically. When it gets close to the sun, the icy stuff lets off a gas stream, and that's the tail of the comet. And then they see, you can see them. Obviously, and they've been through antiquity. Comets have been seen. Asteroids are a bit different. They're like minor planets. They're not, you know, they don't set off a, a gaseous tail. The comet tail doesn't exist in an asteroid. But there's an overlap between the two. So at least. Obviously, um, Shoemaker was studying both of them So that's what comets and asteroids are And as I say, she gets the credit for being one of the best comet finders in the history of astronomy Now, her story's interesting because she was born uh, on June 24th, 1929 In Gallup, New Mexico Grew up in California, Chico, California And then she went to college She did a degree in history, politics and English And got a master's and became a teacher and as I say, she left teaching to raise her family, three kids. Uh, when they grew up, then she wondered what she was going to do. Now, her husband was an astronomer, and uh, he encouraged her, and they used to go on astronomy expeditions together and stuff. And sadly, her, her husband actually was killed in a car crash that she was involved in. That she survived, but but he was a big inspiration to her, and she, she became his assistant in various ways, and they began working. There. But then she began to plow her own furrow. And um, she began studying astronomy in the famous Lowell Observatory, one of the world's most famous um, observatories. Most of her work, though, was done uh, in the Palomar Observatory in San Diego, which is a very famous uh, um, you know, observatory for, for studying the universe. And Palomar has made loads of different discoveries. But she got involved in these places through her husband, I guess. She'd, she'd met her husband uh, through her brother, who had gone to Caltech in California, one of the famous... Technical universities, and the brother obviously um, was big mates with uh, Gene Shoemaker, and that's how she met him. And then he was an astronomer, and then he, as I say, was a direct influence on her. But her collaborator, and this is important as well, was another astronomer called David Levy. And she and David began their search for comets. I mean, she picked comets for a thing to work on, and obviously, again, in science. We all pick things to work on. I I work on innate immunity. That's my obsession, for instance. Now, why why we end up picking these things? I don't know. It could be the influence of others. And Levy did seem to suggest to her to to work on comets, possibly. But anyway, she starts working on on, on comets with with Levy and begins observing them, begins recording them, and then finds a big one. And and her claim to fame really is they name a comet after her and Levy. It's a Shoemaker-Levy comet and she observes that in the Palomar Observatory and it looks very unusual. She called it a squashed comet was what she used. It looked a bit strange. It turns out what she had seen was a comet breaking up with all these fragments and this big long squashed thing looked like a whole lot of fragments I guess is what the uh, Shoemaker-Levy comet was and they made this observation and it was interesting that she was observing a comet breaking up because many comets break up I guess is the idea. Now what's very important here though What she was actually studying was, and she was funded by uh, NASA and various other organisations, was to study uh, comets or asteroids if they crash into planets. Now, of course, planets are bombarded with these things and the, 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 um, the NASA were funding this to see if it would happen on the Earth. Obviously, You know, there's always these science fiction movies of an asteroid smashing into the Earth or a comet. And she was part of the team that was looking at this in various ways and could we see a comet maybe coming towards the Earth or an asteroid and what was the risk from this? Could we learn from this with other situations? And the reason why the Shoemaker-Levy comet was so important was it was going to crash into Jupiter. And she could see that. And in fact, what had happened was Jupiter had captured this comet, about 20 to 30 years ago. Now, comets, remember, are going around the sun, but Jupiter's so massive it it could eventually capture this comet and it's now going around Jupiter um, and it was going around Jupiter every two years, actually. But based on the observations, they knew it was going to smash into Jupiter. This became a really important thing to study because now you can anticipate what would happen if, say, a comet was to smash into the Earth. So suddenly, Shoemaker and Levy become very famous in astronomical circles because they discovered a very, very important thing. And of course, at the time then, she was asked about this, you know, in lots of um, TV and media, what would happen if an asteroid or a comet hit the Earth? And, and she was on Blue Peter, a children's show. And she was asked this. and She said, we will all die. Now, the presenter said, listen, this is a kid's show. That's going to frighten them. So they re-recorded that, and she said, we will all be very uncomfortable, was how she phrased it. So she kind of um, put sugar coating on the risk of an asteroid crashing into the Earth. Um, the chances of it happening are very remote, but of course, it was obviously very, very topical and very current. Now, what's important here was, that in 1994 then, this event happens, and every telescope was pointed at Jupiter for this, as you can imagine, you know. And the Hubble was pointed at it, Galileo spacecraft the crash happened on the far side of Jupiter and that was a worry because uh, the Earth, you know, we couldn't see it exactly but, but Galileo filmed this, that, that spacecraft. Eventually Jupiter would turn and we could see what had happened but lots of telescopes could capture this in various ways and the measurements were staggering. So when the comet smashed in to Jupiter, the temperature on the point of impact reached 23,700 degrees centigrade. Can you believe it? That's a massive, massive high temperature. A massive plume came out of Jupiter to a height of 3,000 kilometres and a massive spot then appeared of all the debris that was 6,000 kilometres across. Now, even amateur astronomers in their back gardens with their telescopes, they could see all this because it was such a massive event. And you can imagine now where I'm going with this, that they're trying to imagine if this happened on the Earth. That would have been definitely a devastating event, you see. So they observe all this, all this debris went up into space. It was huge. 21 more impacts happened because obviously it was a, a, all these fragments from the car were smashing in all the time. But the largest of all came later. Uh, this smashed in and, and it was incredible. It was called Fragment G. It was the same as 6 million megatons of TNT, which I believe is an awful lot of explosives. I looked that up to t- for us to get our heads around it it 'd be like six hundred times the total world nuclear bombs if they all went off at the same time. That was the amount of of uh, power is the word you might use that was was when this fragment smashed into Jupiter. talk about an amount, amount of energy released. Loads of chemicals were then released into the atmosphere and uh, from jupiter and these, these were detected by by stre- spectrometers and various devices could detect these chemicals. They found things like ammonia coming up what's called diatomic sulfur we learned a lot about the chemistry of Jupiter and even the stuff that was came out of Jupiter during this massive smash and we learned an awful lot then about if planets are hit with things like comets and asteroids now again it's hard to know what we do if this happened on the earth you want to stop it happening I suppose because the amount of devastation If that had happened on Earth, it would have been huge. Clearly, it could well have been an extinction event, actually, for for our species. So again, you can see where these science fiction movies are coming from. But certainly as an astronomical event, this was incredible to observe the Shoemaker-Levy comet smashing into Jupiter. Massive big black spot appears, which stayed for a long time, you know. And again, a lot of astronomy is done around Jupiter. We learn a lot about it. So it's a really fascinating thing in many ways. Uh, And a very important thing that came out of it as well was, there was always a theory that Jupiter may well be the cosmic vacuum cleaner. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, Jupiter's so massive, it seems to attract comets and asteroids, kind of like a magnet, I suppose. And you never know, Jupiter might be protecting us then from comets and asteroids, very importantly, because they would be coming potentially towards the Earth. And the idea here, I believe anyway, is that Jupiter can capture some of these and save us from a hit from a comet or an asteroid would be the idea and prevent these things happening. And as you, I guess, many people will know, there was a massive asteroid strike on Earth that wiped out the dinosaurs about 60 million years ago. And there's very good evidence for this. So we did see a massive extinction event because of a huge asteroid hitting the Earth, sending up all this plume blocking out the sunlight, lots of plants die and there's all these knock-on effects, you know. So maybe that's a rare event for us because Jupiter is able to, you know, act as a vacuum cleaner and attract all these comets away from the Earth and asteroids away from the Earth and stop this happening on Earth. So you never know. We need Jupiter then to save us. And of course, all of this science was going on, and we have to give Carolyn Shoemaker huge credit for discovering the Shoemaker-Levy comet and studying all the consequences of of it hitting Jupiter and so on and revealing so much about our solar system in many ways. So let's give a big shout out to Carolyn Shoemaker, a great astronomer. So thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that story from this podcast. And remember, show me the science. It's available for download every Thursday.